Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Awesome. I am so pumped to be here today. As Sergio was just talking about why we give, I just could not help to think about how I'm so thankful that this is all of our safe place, right? Don't we go through things in life and we're at work and family and chaos, but when we come on Sundays, we can just sit back and just relax and let God do his thing. And I'm just so thankful that I get to share my safe place with every single one of you in the room. You know, today we are ending our series called Expect the Unexpected. And I don't know about you, but for me personally, this year has been full of some unexpected things, a lot of unexpected things. And maybe for you this year, you've had someone close to you disappoint you. Maybe you lost touch with a close friend. Maybe you even experienced loss in your personal life or in your family. Maybe you were trying to find that one job and you're ending the year and you're still at your same job. Maybe some of us experienced a lot of different things with our families and kids, financial hardships, or the fact that life just got more expensive from one day to another. Talk about unexpected, right? Unexpected situations in our health, or maybe this year you had the most anxiety or struggled with depression, or maybe you're at a point where you're struggling with loss of joy and strength and love. And there's so many unexpected situations. And from one day to another, we can be really awesome. And the next day, you can be begging God for a miracle, for breakthrough. The thing about unexpected situations in life is that we can always expect one thing. And that one thing that we can expect is that God is always with us. We can always expect that he is good. We can expect that he is going to make a way where there seems like there is no way. We can always have an expectation that he is going to provide for us, that he's going to take care of us, that he's going to come through for us. And I have been holding on to Matthew 28, 20. This whole year in the middles of highs and lows. And it says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. And I pray and hope that someone here would catch this verse and that this verse next year would be what carries you through unexpected situations and just saying, God, you are with me in this. You know, there's times that it's easier to believe that God is with us. And it's usually when things are going good, right? When you're just having an awesome season, an awesome month, you just got that promotion or you're excited about life. It's easy to say, man, God is so good to me. But when unexpected things happen, that's when we start to wonder, God, are you really there? 
are you really in this situation? Can I trust you? Why is this happening? And we start to doubt in moments of unexpected situations. I want to take you back to a time where you were probably so excited in a season of life. Like maybe some of you here today, you were excited to get married. Anybody here? You didn't care what anybody told you. Thank you, honey. I saw that. You didn't care what anybody told you, thought of you. You were just pumped that you were getting married, right? What about some of you that maybe you were about to start that business? You were a little bit nervous, but you had all the goals and the dreams, and you're like, I'm going to start this business, this new project, this side hustle, and you were excited about it. What about some of you that started coming to Somos this year and you were pumped? You're like, finally, I have found my church home and you were excited about it. But then time passes by. Maybe your business isn't going as great. Maybe you're having problems, right, in your relationships. Maybe you're wondering why in the world did that person leave you for somebody that is just even crazier than you are? Maybe now you're questioning and wondering, what in the world is my place at this church? What happens when we are in seasons of living unexpected circumstances so often, we expect God to move in our lives in a certain way. And we pray specific prayers. But more often than not, have you noticed that God gives you what you need not necessarily what you want. Anybody ever been there? Right? We are always navigating in life the tension of my expectations versus God's expectation. Some of our expectations that we have in life are very high, right? And we have these expectations for people in our lives. And I don't know about you, but I have this expectation that my husband will not leave clothes on the floor. I just dream about that day, right? Some of us, our expectations are that our kids are always going to be in their most perfect behavior and that they are going to represent you well. Where Yes. Thank you. Wherever you go, right? Some of us students, we expect that our parents are always going to understand our feelings. You know, we're going to expect them to understand why we always want to be in our room and never come out of there. We just have these expectations that our bosses know why we were late to work. Duh, the Starbucks line was so long, right? We have these expectations and when they are not met, we can begin to get a little bit frustrated. But you know, this year, one thing that God has been teaching me is that I have to learn to adjust my expectations. You know, out of 50 times that Sergio decides to leave that one sock on the floor, I am praying that next year it'll be cut down to 25, right? You just adjust your expectations. All jokes aside, there's a point in our lives that you and I need to readjust what our expectations are, and we need to make it a part of our daily language. God, not what I need, but what you have for me. 
God, not exactly from my timeline, but I trust that you know exactly the perfect time. And we need to start declaring, God, I don't understand this, but I trust that you're working behind the scenes. God, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I trust that you have a perfect plan. And as we begin to change our language every single day, we are going to experience what God has for us even in those unexpected situations. And today I want to read uh, to you guys from Acts 3, and it's a story that is full of unexpected situations happening, and it starts in Acts 3, 1. And it says, one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. At three in the afternoon, now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and he began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. A few things that I want us to focus on from this scripture. The first one is that everything happens in this, everything that happens in this story is unexpected. John and Peter are walking through going to church and they come in contact with this man at 3 p.m. And I just thought it was so interesting how the time that they came in contact with was noted on here. There was no appointments in their mind. They were just doing their thing, going about their day, but God had another plan for them. Has God set some appointments in your life recently and doesn't tell you about them? You just walk into a place and you're like, I know that I needed to be here because I needed to hear that, right? Or you just meet somebody in your life and you're like, if it wasn't for them, I don't know if I would even be in church. You are always surrounded by unexpected appointments, you know, when we were um, starting Somos and looking for a location, honestly, our, our thought process was like, we need something on the east side. Like, everybody that we know is on the east side. Our team is on the east side. It did not make sense to come to this side of town, right? After looking and knocking at many doors, we finally saw this place and we just felt this is it. But it made 
no sense. And as I look back, I cannot help to think that if we were not in downtown spaces, we would have never met our neighbor, Blanca. Okay, so Blanca was whitening teeth and she has an incredible business. And here we were doing life with her. Now she's a part of our church. But God cared so much about Blanca that he said, I am going to move you in this space and you are going to be right next to this incredible girl that needs me right? And I don't know about you, but I have started to see how God uses these unexpected situations. A couple of months ago, I went to Juarez and I got a flat tire and I we shared with you guys that story and it was crazy. Well, I was crossing the bridge and I was already a little bit upset with all the line that I had to, you know, endure. And I run into this border patrol and she starts asking me, hey, what do you do for a living? And we start getting in this conversation. Well, her name is Holly and she's been coming to Somos since we met at the bridge. God knows exactly what we need. And he will put us in unexpected situations. And I just want to encourage you today not to minimize what God is doing in your life. As Peter and John were walking to the temple, they were on their way to do their thing. And here was this man that needed something from them. You know, 90% of this man's body, this layman, was functioning. It was just his ankles and his feet that were not working. Isn't it so crazy that one thing in life paralyzed him, one thing in life defined him? How many of those things in our lives are paralyzing us? There's one thing in our life. Maybe it's your temper. Anyone here have a temper issue? Do not raise your hand, okay? Maybe it's your mouth. What's coming out of your mouth? Maybe it's your attitude and you're wondering why you can't advance in life and go to what's next. But what if it's that 10% that is paralyzing what God wants to do in you or through you and limiting you, limiting the opportunity that God wants to give you? This man, it was his 10%. He was focused on what he had. He was focused on his condition. And I thought it was so interesting that he did not have a name on here. He was known by his condition. And if we are not careful, the one thing that we struggle with will begin to define every single area of our lives. And God wants to remind you that there is so much more than that one thing that you constantly focus on. There's more to life than that one negative situation. There's more to life than that one incident that has happened to you this year. He has been good to you. He has provided. He has made a way. He has gotten you out of some sticky situations. But our human tendency is to focus on that one thing. And we begin to become limited. And we focus on that, that we forget to thank God for all the things 
things that he has done. And I just want to encourage you today that if God has been good to you, if God brought you out before, he will do it again. You do not need to focus on the one thing that is going wrong. Can you take a look around and begin to just say, thank you, God, for my family. Thank you, God, for my job. Thank you, God, that I have food on the table. Thank you, God, that I have air in my lungs. Thank you, God, for your generosity. Thank you, God, that you give me joy when I don't have anything in me. And it is in those unexpected moments of gratitude that God will begin to open up our eyes to all the things that he wants to do in us. When he sees, this layman sees Peter and John, his expectations about what they could do for him were limited to his need. His expectation was, well, if they just give me some money. But the help he thought he needed was not the help that God wanted to give him. You can be at the right place, but expect the wrong thing. What this man thought he needed was money. But what good was money going to be if he couldn't move or walk at all? So his expectation was support me in my condition. Just help me this one time. Just give me money for right now. Just come through in this way. If I can just get a little bit of help here, I will make it. Just comfort me in my pain. Just make me more comfortable, God. Have we ever prayed those prayers? God, just help me here. I'm a little bit depressed, God, but it's okay. Just make me feel good right now. But the thing about God is that he doesn't just want to heal you in the little bit. God wants to do something bigger in your life. And when Peter and John were about to enter, the, this man asked them for money and Peter said, I do not have money, but what I do have is Jesus Christ. And he picked him up and he took him by the right hand and he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Can I encourage you today for a second to stop being upset, stop being discouraged for what did not happen this year? Can I encourage you to stop fixing your eyes on the one thing that didn't work out? Can I encourage you to look around and see all that God has done this year? Because you're looking at your momentary situation. This man was looking at, if I can just get a little bit of money right now. But God was like, no, I want to heal you. I want to make you whole. I want to give you more. I don't just want to give you that little bit right now. I want to give you everything that you need. God had something better in mind for this man. Jesus wanted to completely change his condition, not just support him in it, but change it. This lame man was right in expecting to receive something from them, but he received much more than money could have ever satisfied him. We should expect the right things from God. 
We're often so ready to settle for less than best in our lives. And our low expectations rob us from what God wants to do. Oh, just settle for that. Well, I guess. I mean, it's not really what I want, but I mean, it's kind of, you know, like he's kind of cute. Like he's kind of mean, but he's nice sometimes. You know, I'll just settle, you know. And we just go about life compromising and having low expectations instead of saying, no, God. You're an amazing God. You know me. You know what I need. You love me. You formed me. You know everything about me, God. I am not going to move until you do what only you can do. God, I am going to expect greatness because you are a great God. God, I'm going to expect goodness because you are a good God. God, I'm going to expect some joy because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And as we begin to encourage ourselves and have high expectations to God, he will meet us. The thing is that we have had so many high expectations with people. And people are human and people are going to fail us. And I want to encourage us to surrender those unmet expectations from people and stop viewing God as those people because God will always give you what you need. God's timing is so perfect. You know, this man was more than 40 years old. He was a familiar sight at this church. You know, Jesus, it says that Jesus may have passed this man several times when he was performing miracles, signs, and wonders. But the interesting interesting thing is that Jesus didn't heal him. He could have healed him, but he didn't because God's timing is just as important as his will. And I don't know why, but I just started thinking like Jesus may have passed this man and thought, man, one day John and Peter are going to heal this man. And I'm not one to truly understand God's time. Trust me, I am so impatient, right? But I have learned that when it happens in God's time, Everything is so much better. Anyone ever faced any problems in life or maybe lately anyone ever facing them? How often are we wishing those problems away? God, take this away, not now. But the thing is that in God's eyes, every problem is an opportunity. Every problem is a tutor who is doing life side by side. What if we began to thank God for the problem and asked him to open up our hearts and our heart to what he is accomplishing in us through that difficulty? Once you become grateful for the problem, it loses its opportunity to bring you down. I know it is easier said than done, but I have tried this this year, and there's been many moments, especially when it comes to family, that I do not understand. And I'm thinking, God, I'm, I'm over here, I'm out here, like, living for you, doing the thing, and, and all these things start unraveling in my family, and it's, 
in these moments that I just have to sit and say, God, I don't understand it, but thank you because you're developing me. Thank you, God, because you're causing me to trust you like never before. Thank you, God, because this one, I cannot shake it. I cannot do anything in my own strength. All I'm going to have to do is trust that you are going to come through. And it is those moments that have given me the faith, the confidence, the boldness to trust God and his plan. And I want to encourage someone here today that as you look at those problems and those trials and those unexpected situations, and as you look at them and you begin to give them back to God, he is going to work inside your heart for better things. Now I want to ask Gabe to come on up as we close today. And I really felt this next phrase, and I want to encourage you, because I know for me personally, it, it has been a, a huge blessing to just understand this. Your unmet expectations are not setbacks in your life. They are setting you up for what God wants to do. I had so many things that I was reflecting through as I was writing this message and there was thing after thing and I was like man if, if that wouldn't have happened or this year I thought it was going to end this way and and literally like every single week something has happened I'm I when I think we're done it's like nope something else comes up but I really felt this for us as a church today our unmet expectations are not setbacks. They are setting you up for what God wants to do in your life. Things not working out with your ex is what's going to set you up to marry the man or woman of your dreams. Things not working out with your business partner is what is going to set you up to start your own business. Things not working out with your job is what's going to set you up to be able to have time to take care of your health. Things not working out with your finances, it's what's setting you up to trust God at a whole new level. Things not working out at that other church is exactly what brought you to Somo's church. Things not working out with those friendships is what set you up to have better friends. Your setbacks are an appointment by God because he wants to do what only he can do. Your unmet expectations are a setup. This lame man expectation was for him to just get a little bit of money for right then and right there. But God had something way bigger in mind. So can I encourage you to expect the unexpected because God is going to come through for you in the most unexpected way. Release your expectations because God wants to do way more in your life. And you know, sometimes we get so fixed in our mind with our own expectations and, and our default response is to reject it. Nah, that's, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't need that, God. It doesn't fit with my plan. It doesn't fit with my schedule, with my calendar. And we reject 
the things that God has for us. And we end up frustrated and afraid and with sense of loss. But it's in those moments that God reminds us. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man. But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So I don't know what you are facing today. I don't know what you have faced this year. But can I encourage you that you cannot mess God's plan for your life. You cannot go and be wild and crazy and God forget about you. Because the Bible says that the purpose of the Lord will stand in your life. His plan will prevail. His purpose will prevail. So you do not have to prove anything to anyone. He is passionate about you. And regardless of whether our expectations are met or not, we can trust that God is greater than all our expectations. And I want to encourage you to stand on your feet today as we wrap up. We're just going to have a moment. I want to ask you to close your eyes. And this is just between you and God. Nobody's looking around. But I truly believe that if you're like me, this year has been full of some unexpected situations. And I think so often what we do is we get back up and we keep going and running our race. But maybe there's some hurt. Maybe there's some healing that needs to happen. Maybe there's a confidence that we need to renew again in God and knowing that he is with us, that he is for us. And today I want to pray for all of us in this room. And I am including myself. If you have had unmet expectations this year, can you just lift up your hand? Thank you, thank you, thank you for the boldness. Thank you for the confidence. Thank you for lifting up your hand. God, you see every hand in this room. God, a lot of us here, we've had some unmet expectations, God. And today, God, we surrender them to you. Come on, in your own words, can you say, God, I surrender this to you. God, we trust that you are moving mountains, God, that you are making a way, God. God, we trust that you are coming through for us, Lord. We do not have to fear. We do not have to worry, God. Every single missed appointment is an opportunity, God, to draw closer to you, to hear your voice to get on our knees and trust you, God. We're done trying to do things in our strength. So I pray, Lord, that you would heal us from those unmet expectations. Now I want to pray for a second group of people in the room. Nobody looking around. And if you're here and you would say, Beatrice, I'm ready. I'm ready to surrender my life to Jesus. I recognize that so often I try to do things in my own strength, but I need him. I need a savior. I need him that knows what I need. I need him 
that wants to heal me, not just one area, but all of me. I need him in my life to guide and lead me and show me the way. And if you would say that you need Jesus, you want to accept Jesus in your heart, would you just lift your hand in this moment? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can we all say this prayer together? Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I thank you for saving me. I pray that you would help me to live the life that you called me to live. Forgive me of my sins. I repent. I am ready for the new life that you have for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on, if you believe it, can you give God the biggest clap, the biggest shout? If God has been good to you, come on, you can do better than that today. There's so much to look forward to. There's so much in the unexpected, and I am believing that God is going to continue to lead you and guide you through those unexpected seasons. But one thing you can be confident is that he is with you in those moments. We love you so much. Please stay, grab some coffee, some hot chocolate, some treats, take some pictures, and we will see you online for our Christmas Eve service. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.